Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents The Neil Rogers Show. To get in touch and talk with Neil, dial 751-WIOD from Dave. In Broward, it's 524-WIOD. Palm Beach, 655-WIOD. And Bell South Mobility customers make it a free call by dialing star IOD. The opinions expressed by the guest, host, or callers are not necessarily those of this station. Now here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. When the big tournament money's on the line, professional women choose macho tennis ball. Macho. We give women the balls to win. Well, we could have used some last night, I'll tell you that. But uh, you can't win them all, you know? We're going to be negative today. We're going to start bitching and carrying on. You bet. You bet. Because this is Miami, man. Let's grumble and bitch and gripe like hell. Sammy, you suck. Sammy couldn't play for Piper High. That's how bad he sucks, okay? But uh, we didn't deserve to win last night. We played poorly. It was a nail-biter right down to the bitter end there. It was a brutal. And the amazing part of it is as poorly as we played, uh, but for one second running out on the uh, uh, play clock, we could have won the game 14 to 13. And I'm sitting there, and I'm watching that play clock running out, and I'm screaming at Marino, come on, come on! And everybody's getting excited because he threw that touchdown pass to Duper, and I knew it wasn't going to count. The flag is sitting there on the ground, and, uh, hey, we lost, okay? We lost, so we're 8-2. and two. Sue us, all right? But it was okay. It was an interesting evening. We had, uh, boy, there's so much we could talk about. Uh, first of all, I get there about 20-7. to 7. Fat Rich is waiting at gate four, okay? He's waiting there, directing traffic. This man, I'm going to tell you, if you ever need, you could get into the White House with this guy, okay? You could get into the CIA, the Pentagon, into Fort Knox. Just take him along. He will get you in. Believe me. This man has got more BS than Carter's got pills. It's just uh, mind-boggling. Then we go over to the tailgate party where we are hoping that people are buying up like crazy the T-shirts and the tapes. Guess what? Surprise! Can't sell them. And I could get hysterical and uh, go nuts, you know, over that, but quite frankly, it was our fault, not uh, the Dolphin management, because they required those things to be cleared ahead of time. And all I did was sit here and talk about it on the air for four hours yesterday. You would have thought, didn't I keep begging some people in programming there to kind of take the ball and run with it and get this thing organized well that never happens here and then of course they always well we didn't know anything was going on we don't listen well that's obvious but uh, nobody bothered to call over there and get clearance for it and uh, they said they'd be delighted to let us do it at a future game but uh, these things have to be cleared in advance so i wasn't going to pitch a fit as they say and have a nervous breakdown have another stroke there without at least seeing the game first now, meantime, I've assumed that we're going to be down there right until uh, almost kickoff time. So I gave away my passes to our skybox. But Fat Rich says, no problem. No problem at all. Come along with me. And he gets us in. This man, I'm telling you, the man is unbelievable. Just amazing. I'm not going to say who uh, conspired to get us in there. But uh, we got up there. Met Rabbi Plotkin, Plotkin, whatever the hell his name is, with his portable yarmulke. The, with the, he's got a pop-up yarmulke that, like, pops up and flips back down. A man is a real piece of work. And uh, Jeff from Pizza Loft was there. Jeff, you're a great guy, but, you know, Jeff bought these... You know how on day games they have these uh, planes that fly those trailers with all the ad ads and so on? 
Well, on the night games, of course, you can't see those. So they have a plane that's got like a sign, like a neon sign on the bottom of it, and it flies round and round, uh, trying not to hit the Goodyear blimp. Well, anyway, uh, Jeff bought a whole bunch of those things for Pizza Loft and WIOD, et cetera, and so on. The only problem is you couldn't read it because you'd have, I kept, well, I, I stopped after a while, but as that plane is flying over with the various messages, you'd have to go out on the field and lie down physically like on a 50-yard line and look straight up in the air to read it. Okay? So Channel 6 was a coup, Jeff. This one, uh, I wouldn't get to. I wouldn't hold my breath to see all the uh, doll fans start lining up at the door for lunch today, okay? You couldn't, you couldn't read it. And uh, it was, uh, oh, I got a lot of things. I don't know whether to say them or not. I really don't. Because I don't want, well, I will. <laughs> no, seriously. One of the reasons I don't go to a lot of games or concerts or things like that is because a lot of people make me puke, okay? I can't stand the way a lot of people behave. And there is this young lady, the school teacher, that sits in it. And I got these great seats, thanks to Fat Rich, right there. And I did pay for them, by the way, right on the 50-yard line. Uh, the school teacher that sits exactly right to my right. She never sits down. She is the most hyper Jap I have ever seen in my life. Never shuts up. And she's not... See, it's one thing you go to a game, you get enthusiastic at the right moments, which there weren't too many last night. That great drive at the end of the first half was sensational. And... Uh, you know, Schwedes made a great catch. Marino played. I got to say this. Jim Jensen played one hell of a game last night, okay? He really did. Not too many of our guys did. The defense, everybody's going to say, played great, but that was only inside the 15-yard line. But between their 15 and our 15, it was like, hey, give the ball to Bo, give the ball to Marcus Allen. They got like 5, 10, 15, 20 yards of crack. And a pass rush, where was that? There was no pass rush. Jay Schrader, who quite frankly, I got to be honest, is not exactly going to be the next uh, Dan Marino. Uh, he's not that great. And he had all day to stand back there and throw it. No, no pass rush whatsoever. And we still could have won the game. That's the amazing part of it. We still were like within a hair of pulling that sucker out. If that offense ever decided to play well one day, uh, God only knows what we could do, okay? But anyway, uh, well, we'll get into that in a second. We've got to do a break. I want to talk a little bit about some of the people in the crowd, some of the really negative people. Boy, there's one guy up there. And I know I take my life in my hands as far as ever sitting in those seats again when I rip into them. But I, I don't like going to a game where if you're a fan of the team, all you hear is negatives the entire game. Before the play even starts. Oh, Marino's going to throw an interception. You can just feel it. He's due to throw an interception now. Oh, uh, Sammy's going to cough it up. You just know it's going I mean, the, every play. Every play. And okay, so we stunk, but we're 8-2, all right? How many people would have thought we were going to be 8-2 at the beginning of the season? Nobody. Nobody. In the world, two and eight maybe, not eight and two, but so many negative, negative, sour people. Gee. Anyway, getting back to this uh, total experience last night, there's so many things I want to talk about, including the security inside Joe Robbie Stadium. You people would have been great in uh, Nazi Germany, man. I'll tell you. They, in fact, the stadium ought to be in Broward. It's just uh, inside the Dade County line. Should be in Broward. Sheriff Nick would be proud. You talk, I know they got to have security. I know they don't want to let every schlepper in there, but they are rude and brutal and nasty. Nasty. And we're trying to go down from the skybox down to the seats on the elevator, okay? Have no intention of coming back up because I figure there's going to be a mob scene uh, for this game last night and uh, who the hell, you know, the halftime isn't that long anyway. And how about that invocation, huh? When are they going to stop that at, at sporting events? When are they going to cut that crap out? We had last night 
Not one national anthem. The Bethune-Cookman band was there, and they played some music, and then they played the national anthem about 20 to 9. 5 to 9, Ron St. John says, and now here's uh, Mark Duper's, or no, uh, Mark Clayton's brother is singing the national Again! Again we're singing. And that was right after this invocation with all the uh, religious stuff and the uh, this and the that. When is that going to stop, okay? If you want to go to church on Sunday, you want to go to shul on Friday night or Saturday, fine, go ahead, have a great time, okay? But don't inflict it on everybody. It just doesn't belong in public any more than they would have had like a sex orgy on the 50-yard line at halftime. Although that might have been interesting. So anyway, there's this uh, jappy little broad, the school teacher, who's jumping up and down. And she's making all these noises. At the, she does this every game at the wrong time. There's nothing going on. And she's got her little uh, orange thing that they give you, the little pom-pom. And she's like somebody is goosing her. She's on doggy uppers or something. She never stops. And last night, she's got this nerdy boyfriend or whoever he was with her. And uh, it's the first quarter. I'm smoking one of these very mild cigars, minding my own business, uh, getting into the game. And he, uh, standing up, of course, they're always standing up. He uh, kind of leans over, sir, could you put that cigar out? It's making me nauseous. Yeah. And boy, I'm telling you, I, yeah, right. I felt like saying the two of you are really making me nauseous. Could you get the hell out of here? Let me enjoy the goddamn game, asshole. But I threw the cigar down because I'm just a wonderful guy, okay? And I'm not looking for a problem. Then this other guy, Mr. Movies, Mr. Video, who, uh, and again, I'm very grateful because of the, this guy. We've been able to get these tickets, and uh, Fat Rich has got me in there, the best seats in the house. But I, I'm sorry. I just can't deal with people who the whole game are griping. and I mean, bitch about it when there's a bad play, and there was plenty to bitch about, but not just even before the play starts. Oh, he's, I know Marina's going to throw an interception now. He just do, you can just feel it coming. I can feel you coming a mile away. You're so damn negative. You're everything that's wrong with this town. Man, if we had the Tampa Bay Bucks here, there wouldn't have been 20,000 people in that stadium last night. It's pathetic. So we lost the game. They have no... The, again, I shouldn't say they. There's about 50,000 a core of real Dolphins in this town. 50,000. I've said that for years, and I stick by it. I believe that as sure as I'm sitting here, there's a hardcore of real 50,000 fans. The rest are just, uh, you know... Frontrunners, Johnny-come-latelys, grousers, gripers, douchebags. My friend Dave, he's with me at the game there last night. He hates the Dolphins like poison. I said to him after the game, I said, why do you even come to these games? Why do you come here? You hate the Dolphins like poison. Luckily, he sits there real quiet because he knows if he opens a mouth, I'm going to give him a dirty look, kick him in the teeth, okay? But uh, I don't understand it. But, Sammy, I want to say this to you. The difference between... I realized that the Raiders played a great defensive game. They were blowing us off the ball. Marino, in the first 25 minutes of the game, he couldn't move, man. They were in on him like stink on uh, Debbie Ellis. But a great running back makes his own plays, Okay. See the difference in the speed between a Bo Jackson? Every, every one of those sweeps, man, he got outside 15, 20 yards, 12 yards. Sammy, man, he's standing, he's kind of like thinking about it. He's got to kind of think about it for a while. He's slow, he's indecisive, he stinks. And that's why, without Tony Page and Mark Logan last night, we had no, no running game at all. Marino had the big running play of the game, Mr. Statue, to his credit. 
scrambling, diving for the ground. Please don't touch me. I'm going to fall apart. And that was our big running player the whole night. What was it, 12 yards and 14 carries? What a rushing of offense, huh? What, a, what an assault. But we lost the game and life goes on, okay? We're 8-2 and two and everybody should be happy about it, but I'm sure they'll be grumbling and grousing. And, and the things I'm grumbling and grousing about myself have nothing to do with the fact we lost the game. I mean, it's disappointing. We could have won it. We lost. But, man, people are just uh, beautiful. They really are. They're just incredible. Next season, I'm getting me some of those club seats. I think if you buy season seats, they're like 60 bucks a piece. They have waitresses that come bring you food. It's air-conditioned for those uh, hot Sundays. It's great. And then the Lord said, Let there be light. And lo, there was light. From the same people who brought you the much-beloved Talking Bible comes a new 10-volume set, brilliantly updated for the 80s. Yes, it's the Rapping Bible. There was dark everywhere. Then the man said, light. and the light was there. He said, I done good, there's no doubt. On the seventh day, he just chilled out. Genesis, Genesis, beginning of that, beginning of this. Finally, the good book is bad, and his word is nothing. Check it out. There's a town called Sodom and Gomorrah. Everybody partied like no tomorrow. God looks down, said, not my fault. Don't look back or you'll turn to some. Lots white took a peek, started to freak. The cow came up and licked her cheek. Take a lick, y'all, of a cheek, y'all. Imagine all the songs, all the parables, every sacred biblical word interpreted by the finest sucker MCs of all time. Genesis! Exodus! Rapping Bible, making his word fresh again. 1027 at WID. Well, here's some good news. Here's uh, our good friend Stanford Blair, the chief of police of the North Bay Village Police Department. And uh, just send over, as he did last year, a nice check for $100 for Camilla's house. Thank you so much, chief. You're okay in our book, okay? One thing about these North Bay Village police, man, never going to get any flack from us about them. They're good folks. So far, anyway. 1028, and one of the other things, as long as I'm getting it all off my chest, that really, because like I said, don't let's be negative. No, seriously, uh, just drove me nuts last night. You know they have the big scoreboards there at Joe Robbie Stadium, and there's all these ads. And one great thing they did, by the way, and I don't know if I had anything to do with it or a lot of other people complained, but the last game, man, oh, man, the Phoenix game, they had this, the audio in there so loud that it was bursting your eardrums. Last night it was perfect. It was, you know, still plenty loud, but not deafening it was just perfect but anyway uh so we now have not only the coast spots that show up now and then although thankfully not as often as they were before but now the new wiod spots yeah well oh man it's just and again i don't i'm not i guess having a stroke was a real good thing for me because ordinarily i would just go nuts on some of these things like getting there last night finding out we can't sell the shirts or the tapes hey you know, it's a bad break, but I'm not going to throw a fit and uh, get sick over What can Mark. I do? Mark. What? Where did that come from? Hello? Hello? How did you get on? Oh, well, they, they told me to wait. And but I, how did that I happen? I never punched... I was completely... What are you pointing at me? I never punched... I'm not anywhere near the buttons there. You came on like by magic. <laughs> Wasn't that you something? You were absolutely fascinating in that all the whole thing, and I'm, you know, I'm one of your douchebags. 
right. of that age, of that age, and therefore mm. I was just Boy, fascinated. Uh, by the way, I, get, I the reason I called was when I heard the way you spoke about the dolphins. I was really so impressed because I heard Mr. Mandich and Joe talk after the show. Yeah, what did they have to say? And they well. They know me. I mean, I just, I never call on the show because I'm too, I don't like Yeah, to but what did they there. have to say? But the, uh, they, they spoke about it the way you said that other people take, talk about it, really, that aren't for the dolphins. You yeah. know what I mean? They exactly. Front runners, fair weather fans. It, and this one guy up there, the whole, I'm telling you, there wasn't a single play in the entire game for like, uh, you know, two and a half hours. There wasn't one play when we had the ball that he wasn't predicting gloom and doom. It's, um, Who the hell wants to hear that for two and a half, three hours? Everybody, you know, oh, you know, and, and Marino played a good game. What the hell did you want? You got to give the guy some time to throw the ball. He played a good game under the circumstances. Under the circumstances. Right. And also, you know, when you think, uh, you know, Mr. Mandich laughed at me when I said, well, think of the score, 13 to 10. In other words, our team did not uh, allow them to score one point more. Of course, the other did the same. They were actually equal rivals, except that uh, Marino had a patched-up team, you know. Yeah, yeah, that hurt. That hurt. Well, they outplayed us. We didn't deserve to win the game, but it was uh, one game. You know, it's not the end of the world. But what I admire about you, and I want to talk about you. First of all, you are not like Steve Kane used to be. He used to drive me crazy. He made Uh enemies in this town for, for the team, and then he formed his own team. And uh, those type of personalities are very harmful. Well, he's another one of those wishy-washy people. I mean, one, one time he would say, I don't care who uh, wins as long because i got to bet on the game as long as I cast oh, a bet. No, now all of a sudden he pretends he was, he's a Dolphin a fan. Very, I mean, he's just the Mr. Wishy-washy. Whichever way the wind is blowing, that's uh, which way the urine lady tilts her glass. You know? Harmful person, uh, personality for the community. You bet. And, Poison. And you... What is she are talking absolutely about? right. You should. I'm, wow. As a this older person, I'm God. telling you I'll that take you it back. I'm going to participate in the invocation from now on. <laughs> no. I want you to take care of your health because ever since you were uh, had that trouble, and I always knew that you were going to get it because you were getting choleric. Yes. And I only hope that Mr. Goldberg will also take care of himself because he has a tendency to get choleric. Yeah. And that isn't He has cholera, it. as a matter of fact. Nothing is worth it. They don't come any better than Hank Goldberg. No, he's, he's, my, he's one of my heroes. He's a sweetheart. He really yeah, is. He's a pussycat. And I hope he talks about more than just sports, because we don't need five hours of sports talk. Man. You don't think Joe Zagacki kind of like uh, sneak this all in so we could do five hours of sports talk every night, do you? No, he wouldn't do that. No. Well, listen, have a great day. Yes, and by the way, thanks Mr. For, uh, Goldberg's father. Goodbye. Who? Mr. Goldberg's father, May he Hi rest in Goldberg, peace. Yes. was a great journalist yes, in my ma'am. time. That's correct. Yes. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. See you. Wow. That happened by accident. Anyways, I started to say the IOD spots on the scoreboard. What was that, about a half hour ago I was mentioning that? Uh, they say your news, weather, and traffic station. It's the same stuff as that billboard crap they're doing. Now, let me say it again, okay, at the risk, and it, I'm not going to throw a fit because I know which side this uh, radio station's buttered on. I mean, you know, people tune in the morning only because they want to hear the news. They couldn't care if Mike Ranieri's there. 
They tune in in midday because they want to hear the traffic, although we don't have any traffic reports, thank God, in midday, not because Neil Rogers is on. And they certainly don't want to hear Rick and Suds in the afternoon. They want to hear Bob Soper on tape reading the weather that he recorded eight hours ago. You know what I love is when they, once in a while a cart will misfire, it'll start in the middle of cloudy and uh, mild today, with a, like in the middle of a word, you know. Like the people are so stupid they don't realize that Soper's taking a nap because he's got to go to the news on Channel 7. I mean, you're a great guy, Bob, but let's face it. They could bring uh, somebody off the street in to read the same thing off, uh, off of, you know, the, the weather wire, right? But that's the world in which we live, boys and girls. So anyway, that $100 check gets us to 32257 and we haven't even had any mail come in yet. I'm so rich, now I'm 46 My fans are leisure-suited hicks I'm the king of this Vegas thing I just sing and twirl like a girl This is it, my big hit Well, I got good news for you. I saw Hank before the game last night. He promises me that I've embarrassed him into not having ever Wayne Newton on his show. So you can give me credit for that, okay? I can't take credit for anything else he does, but he will not have Wayne on his show ever, so he says. Maybe when I'm on vacation, I'll slip him in there. 1040 at WIOD. Now, let's see if I punch one up if they're there, okay? Because that was the most bizarre. She just came on like out of nowhere, like a poltergeist goose. Hollywood. See what I mean? Hello? <laughs> okay, we got a new deal today. You're going to, like, come on by yourselves. If I punch you up, you probably won't be there. It's Gary Hart doing tonight. Inquiring minds want to know. That's why Inquiring Minds read the Miami Herald. Is Maurice Ferre really having sex with an alien from outer space? It's in the Herald. Is Paula Hawkins the true mother of the elephant man? It's in the Herald. Is John Kennedy sleeping with Max Headroom? It's in the Herald. Is Jim Baker about to give birth to Jerry Falwell's baby? It's in the Herald. Sex, 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 more hot sex. Oh, it's in the Herald. 
Plus, Gary Hart's amazing rice diet from Florida. A crossword puzzle that has no answers. Our own Pulitzer Prizes just for us. Add Pope's love letters to Neil Rogers. And we're so sorry, Uncle Albert, but we haven't heard a bloody thing all day. Mindless, babbling rhetoric. It's all in the latest issue of... The, the Miami, Miami Herald. Herald. Available at supermarket checkout counters everywhere. And where finer manure is spread. 1052, I'm sure glad that Geraldo has gotten out of that sleazebag syndrome of talk TV. He's doing the heavy-duty stuff now. Like yesterday, he had all the sex scandals. Today, he's got Elvis's pet goat, who's going to reveal all of what they used to do together. It's going to be really incredible. Uh, Sunrise. Yo. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I'm sorry. I was dazed there. I was waiting almost an hour. I have a question for you. Okay. Last week, you had come out and you mentioned something about the Green Bay-LA game. That Green Bay had beaten the Raiders so bad that the Raiders shouldn't play football anymore. Well, now, what do you have to say about Miami after the Raiders beat them? I'm a Raider fan. You see, that's that's on the juvenile level of fandom, sir. Now, you realize that, don't you? No, no. I didn't, didn't, didn't I, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you've been listening for the whole hour, which you obviously have, we've only been on like 47 minutes, but, I'll, you know, uh, didn't I say they outplayed us and they deserved to win? Did I say that like three times? Sure. We didn't deserve to win the game, and we didn't. We stunk. And the Raiders played a great game. Defensively, they were ready to play. Were you there? No, I wasn't. You I watched, watched it on, on TV. TV. Okay, you saw the game. Uh, you could tell from the... We got the opening kickoff, and from the time we started the first play, that defense was fired up. They were ready to play. They were awesome. I give them all the credit in the world, okay? You missed my point of what I was saying. Now, I'm not going to take nothing away from the Dolphins. I don't dislike them. I Sir, mean, you say a lot of things. I mean, you're, see, you're taking it seriously, okay? No, 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 Did no. I... Wait a minute now. Let's back up a minute, okay? Oh, I... You're the one who oh. said... I know I said it, but it's one of those things you say when you're getting ready for a game, okay? It's a psych game you play. It's not serious. I, I've seen the Raiders play this season. I don't think they're a garbage team. I knew they were a tough team to beat. I knew it was going to be a tough game. But you're like taking literally. You just want to pick a little argument instead of just being satisfied with the fact you won a game. How yeah. long have you lived here, sir? How? 20 years. Ten fifty-four. I mean, would you dignify him with one more second of airtime? He's lived here twenty years. He's a Raiders fan. Go to hell, pal. Go to Oakland or Los Angeles or wherever they're going to play next year or the year after that if they can figure out who wants him. Okay. Go belly up to Al Davis and have a great life together. Twenty years he's lived here. See, that's what's wrong with this town. That makes me sick. That makes me puke. Just like when I hear certain people, I don't want to mention their names, talking about the Browns. I was a Browns fan from a little kid. All Because in upstate New York, we didn't have a team, of course. The only pro team we ever had in the big league was the Rochester Royals. Long since deceased, they moved to Cincinnati, they disappeared. Uh, so your, your teams that you picked, it depended on who you got on TV, radio, who, who you could follow. We used to get the Giants and the Browns, all their games on television in Rochester. And I happened to pick the Browns. And, of course, that was easy because those were in the days we had Jimmy Brown and Bobby Mitchell. Great dynasty, okay? Great teams. I love the Browns. All my life, okay? But when you come here, like nine or ten years ago, I gave up on it because I live here now, okay? You have to let go sooner or later. And not only that, I hope that when we go up there in that godforsaken toilet in, uh, on Lake Erie next week, I hope we score 400 points in the first quarter. I hope we put Bernie Kosar's head where his ass is. Although, quite frankly, I'm not sure there's a difference. Because he makes me sick. He throws like my grandma, and she's been dead for 20 years. He throws side saddle. He's from the Rock Hudson School of Quarterbacking. Only he can't act.
How do you like that, pal? Go back to Oakland and stick your head in the bridge, okay? Get out there on the bridge and we'll let you know when the next earthquake's gonna be, you jackass. You make me sick. And all the people in this town like you. You make me want to puke. Oh, I'm a Giants fan. How long have you lived here? 32 years. I'm an Oakland fan. How long have you been in Oakland? They ought to go back to Oakland, okay? They don't even want them. Jeez. I mean, it's one thing to, you know, to be a gracious loser. How about being a gracious winner? Nah, 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 nah. You're like a little child, you jackass. And like I said, you ever see Ken Stabler and Rick Weaver together? Never. Just check out that hairdo, baby. He's still up there calling the fourth quarter, by the way. Somebody tell him the game is over. Come on, Rick, cut it out. While he's upset. I didn't hear it myself, but I heard it. I, I shouldn't attack him. You know, he's an old man. But the bottom line is, I rumored, because a lot of people were listening on their headsets, that with like two and a half minutes to go, 240-something to go in the game, the Raiders had the ball. And he said they had just announced the attendance is the largest crowd ever at Jurabi Stadium, 70,000-some-odd. And he said it's the largest crowd ever to see the Dolphins lose. He didn't really say that, did he? Because we had like, and we got the ball back, and we had a cha damn good chance we were going to either win it or at least get a chance for Stoyanovich to tie it. He didn't really say that with almost three minutes left in the game, did he? I hope. Oh, geez, Rick. Anyway, it's 10:57. Send him to Oakland. They don't even have a team there anymore. Cutler Ridge. Hello. Yes, sir. Am I getting emotional or what? Hey, how you doing, Neil? Today. Great. Oh, listen. Very uh, calm, cool. Calm and cool. And collective. Oh, you sound pretty mean today. But listen, tell that Raiders fan to go to hell, because he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's what I just did. I just First spent five minutes telling him to go to yeah, hell. Yeah, I was laughing here on the phone, couldn't take it. Listen, uh, I sure wish we'd get to play the Green Bay Packers this season. Yeah, even though the Raiders played so well, the Dolphins played terrible. Yeah. Until they were in a position to win it. Well, I'll be year. honest with you. Uh, our offense hasn't exactly set the world on fire this year. We have yeah, no, no running game, none. And with the Sammy carry, I mean, Sammy sucks. I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for saying that. He stinks. He is bad. I like Logan. You know, he's had a couple of Logan flashes of brilliance. But when, huh? Logan's good. He couldn't play. Right. Job. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, Every time we ran the ball last night, we lost four yards. Yeah. I, I think they had 14 yards rushing the whole game. And Marino had uh, had them all. <laughs> he did. He had a 14-yard from the 30 to the 16. He had that desperation run. It was great. For, that was our big play on the yeah. ground. Yeah. It was it was really going. At, at halftime, when they scored that touchdown, I was right in the end zone. Yeah. Well, I had the feeling the whole game that we still were going to pull it out because I remember yeah. that Jets game. And, I, you know, you just had the feeling we were going to do it, and it just didn't matter. And even on the last play there, well, uh, uh, Stratford just missed. That would have been a first down. He was on the 38. He just, if he'd have been like yeah. a yard back up the field, he'd have had that baby. So yeah. we got to give it a shot. Yeah. You were talking about the, the guards that were like Nazis? Yeah. I was there, and we were in the end zone. Oh, we were in the family zone. But um, we took some uh, beach ball. We were bouncing it around, and the guard took it from us, and he popped it. Nice guy. Hey, he said, you can't use that here. Yeah, right. I don't know. What you ought to see these security people, you know, when you go to get in the skyboxes or the club section. I'm they're not just uh, Gestapo. They're rude. They are downright rude and nasty, and there's no excuse for it. Yeah. Well, well, you should ask that Raider fan if he was a Raider fan before they started winning. See what he's got to say. That's why there's so many 49er fans. Yeah. Put them on, on a plane and don't put any gas in it, right? Well, I'll tell you what. I'll be at the Philadelphia game no matter if they lose the next two weeks in a row. Okay. Still he's back, and he's stalking a psycho who wants to make the Chicago Cubs pennant contenders. Clint Eastwood is Dirty Harry Carey. Hello, 
everybody. This is Harry Curry with Steve Stone, and the Cubs are getting the beat out of them today. Clint Eastwood gives a Hall of Fame performance as the legendary Cubs broadcaster. There's action. The pitch. Strike at the He threw that ball right past Clark. Suspense. It might be. It could be. It is a home run. Romance. Oh, look at the on that broad, Steve. Holy cow, Clint Eastwood is Dirty Harry Carey, coming to a theater near you. That really frosts my ass a little bit. Frost this, Harry. It's 11.06 at WIOD. Henry is uh, so emotional today after having missed another game last night that he went like 12 seconds over on the news. Henry never, ever goes over on the news. Can you believe that? I didn't even have the cart ready because I never get it out for Henry. He's always like Mr. Perfect. He and Chuck Meyer, man, they're like, uh, could be at the network, like, right on time. They might fumble around the news a little bit, but, boy, they'd sure get out on time. Now, they're great. They really are. Because this is your news, weather, recorded weather, and traffic station. We do have, by the way, I lied. We do have traffic. I forgot about it. It's easy to forget. We hear about those brush fires, the big stuff going on uh, every hour during the news. Right, Joe? You bet. 11.07 at WIOD. Boy, I'm ready today. I don't know what it is. Must be this nice little nip in the air. Is something, you bet. We're ready to do it. We're ready for a little lunch, too, today, boy. We're ready to do it. Now, what is this? This says from Channel 7. Woo! Wow. And it's sealed so tight. Look at this. Gonna have to. The CIA is gonna have to open this with like a special instrument. Oh, look at that. There's two uh, canadles inside. Wow. Unbelievable. Ed Anson has delivered us a check for one thousand dollars from Channel Seven. Ed, you're a great American. I take it all back. Rick Sanchez can sing. Oh, just a minute. Oh, wait a second. Oh, oh. Like I said, I take it all back. Rick Sanchez can sing the national anthem anytime at our game. You're doing it, Ed. Thank you so much. Boy, that's great, huh? Ed Anson at Channel 7 sends a grand. So we're now at 33,257. Thank you, Ed. You're okay. I'm going to start watching that news briefly. <laughs> Boy, even I couldn't say that with a straight face. We have an open line in Broward, 524-WIOD. Well, that should really spur some other people on here, okay? Last Thursday, I put in my grand. This uh, Today, Ed Anson puts in a grand. Let's get some of these other hot shots going now. Some of these big broadcast mavens, some of these multimillionaires with their yachts and their boats and their planes and their Corvettes and their Porsches. Here's a mobile on the star line. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm parked right underneath the WFTL antenna. There's this guy climbing up the antenna. I think he looks like Bob Gordon. Now, he's pulling something out of his pocket. It looks like a roll of Reynolds aluminum foil. Yeah. And Thank he, God he's not pulling something out of his pants. No, no, no. He's wrapping this foil around the antenna. I think he wants... He, he should know that that's for better reception, not transmission. When you put antenna, uh, aluminum foil on an antenna. Mm. This is incredible. Well, let me see if we can. I got my, uh, you remember that jukebox radio that they sent, that old Crosley jukebox? Let me see if we can pick up uh, FTO. There it is. Oh, that's the sound I'm hearing. Okay, yeah. a little more a little more on the right side, Bobby. That's Load it. up that tinfoil like on the right uh, Android, on the right Noid. I have a pair of rabbit ears he can borrow. 
Yeah, he's got a pair of rabbit ears, too. That's why they keep him in the studio. That, station, that is an incredible station. Yes, sir. I love that small. You know, what I love most about that station is the recorded spots where Gordon does with that kind of old 40s sound. And he'll start out like they, we used to years ago in the business, and he'll, like, read, like, 20 seconds of copy. And then that, like, uh, Glenn Miller music kind of, like, fades up in the background. Bump, bump, bump. Oh, it's just, uh, it sends me, man. I go nuts. You know, I, get, I, I get goosebumps when I hear it. Let me try... Just one more you know, time. The, the only publicity... Oh, yes, I love that. Oh, yes. A little okay. higher frequency, please. Yeah. But the only publicity they get is when you we speak about them. Well, I don't. So have a nice day. 1129 at WIOD. We have an open line on the star line. Star IOD. I tell you, we sure get a lot of publicity here. All us big personalities are high-paid hotshots at WIOD. Your news, weather, and traffic station. That's the only reason anybody listened to this station. News, weather, and traffic. Screw Mike Ranieri and Neil Rogers and Rick and Putt. I don't know why they're putting Hank on at night. Nobody wants to hear Hank. They just want to hear news, weather, and that damn traffic. Right? Let's crank it. Let's put Joe Brennan on all day, every day. And that Mr. Personality, Tom Roberts, boy, he does it for me. Man, when he comes on to Rick and Sud show, that's when I start paying attention to where the buttons are so I can punch it out for a minute. Plotkin with the pop-up beanie last night. He was really uh, incredible. By the way, Maria, thank you for your uh, Thanksgiving card. And that's it. I know people sent Thanksgiving cards. Do they? Huh. Maria does. Sunrise. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. A first-time caller. Great. Uh, two things. Uh, first of all, I got a Steve Kane spy report. Uh, I was near the trans... And <laughs> I was near the trans... Can't pick it up, yesterday, yeah. ...yesterday, about 5.30, and I turned it on to see if it would come in. Yeah. And... Uh, he must be really getting desperate there. He was doing a poll on whether WFTL plays too much Sinatra music. Oh, man! And he had these all heavy duty on there, and they were all yelling and screaming at him because he hated Sinatra. And then Mike Roberts came in and uh, said, well, you can do your poll, but uh, we're still going to play the Sinatra music. And then he sang a Sinatra song. Wow. Who, who, Mike Roberts sang no, a Sinatra no, song? Steve Kane. He sang it or he played it? He sang it. Oh! Wow. 
Man. Almost had a... Um, He's trying to compete with Rick Sanchez, I think. I think so. And also, last night, uh, old Frank Gifford, uh, I'm always watch, waiting to see. I know how he sticks one foot in his mouth, but to see him put the other one in? He was talking about Dexter Manley being reinstated by the NFL. Yeah. And he said New England gets the first crack at him. Remember, Dexter was in, out of the NFL. For oh, that's bad. I that is really tacky. I don't think that he knew he did it. Yeah. But that's Frank for you. Yeah. Well, that's all for today. Okay. Well, thank you. Thanks a lot. Boy, that Frank Sinatra, man, I've had enough of him. There's only one Frank Sinatra. And now Kraftco introduces his latest live album, Perfectly Frank. This one goes out to that crazy Irish broad, Shinehead O'Connor. She gets stranger every night. She's taking chances, says our anthem bites. I got the answer, send the broad back home. Maybe she'll change her tune. Old Blue Eyes tells it like it is. Sinead, go, Sinead, go back where you belong. He's the chairman of the board, and you will be too when you hear Perfectly Frank. She shaves her head each morning at eight. And she don't even think that the star-spangled banner her in the desert and don't give her a map it's frank sinatra live livid and perfectly frank i think the lady full of crap today baby no one compares to you thank god don't forget hank goldberg debuts tonight on wyod to 11 going to be taking a poll on wayne newton we don't come any better than larry king Oh, that cart's starting to, like, self-destruct. You know, it's, it's an omen, Hank. Miami. This is Fred Capicella. Freddie! You will. Out in the middle of the track, that's Buck Cancer. Capis three-lane secretary and champ picking up the rear. As they come. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Freddie. Ah, uh, he dropped the ball again. He's getting worse than Sammy. 157. WIOD. Yeah, I want to talk to you. Your news, weather, and traffic station. Hold on. Okay, let's go to uh, Coconut Grove. Hello. Hello. Yes, Hold sir. On. Okay, let's. Hello. To... Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. Uh, this is you... Neil. Yes. Uh, Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, Neil, I used to listen to you back when you were on Zeta. Yeah. Those were the days, huh? Ah, yeah. You know, it's, it, I, the one thing I do enjoy about you now, you seem more awake. <laughs> well, who the hell wants to get up at 4.30 in a stinking morning, right? Right. Neil wakes me up in the morning. Yes. Neil wakes Believe me up not, I, I work in the Dolly Fair. We listen to this ritually. You what? We, well, we worked in a, I worked in a place called Dolly Fair in the, in the Gables. You listen rigidly? Uh, no, uh, we... Uh, not rigidly, yes. <laughs> wow, that's pretty uh, interesting. Uh, tell me something, Neil. Sure, whatever what you want. What happened to your cohorts? I beg your pardon? Uh, what happened to the captain and the bird? Captain is doing mornings on Gloves 94. Dave Caprita, a great American, crappy station with lousy jazz music. And the bird is uh, playing Montevati at the uh, A1 Liquor Store in Lakeland. <laughs> hey, uh, is this true uh, that, uh, do you remember Big Wilson? Yes, sir. Is he passed on? Yes, sir. You know, I just heard this Dead. yesterday. 
I just heard it yesterday? Yeah. Well, guess what? President Lincoln's got a headache. No way. <laughs> and George I, Washington's trying to get those damn teeth filed down. The reason why I was saying this is yeah. because I, I used to play in an act called Peaches and Herb. Yeah. Are uh, you cereal? Uh, yeah, I'm serious. Peaches and Herb? The yeah. real one? I played with Peaches and Herb Reunited. And Reunited. Big... And, yeah. Oh, there I go again, doing a little Steve Kane singing Frank Sinatra and Peaches and Herb. Yeah, well, da, well and, uh, da, da, uh, he, he emceed a show at that's the That's like Sweet Reuniti. Academy that's here. what Henry wants, Reuniti. What? No, he emceed a show for a second. Well, he's uh, gone to that big microphone in the sky. Oh, so. man. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm kind of sorry about your dolphins, but... Well, better luck next week, man, up there in Cleveland. We'll knock him right into Lake Erie with a uh, thing on her head. Have a great day, sir. You're a great uh, American. And I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're taking care of Miami. Okay. All right. See ya. Bye. Uh, take care of this. Elaine, uh, am I getting choked up? I'm going to blow some cigar smoke in that teacher's face again next week. You know, retirement just wasn't my style, so I began working nights down here as a janitor in this old office building. Yeah. <laughs> Just to keep busy, I guess, because it pays below minimum wage. But anyway, oh, hey, there's the big cheese now. How you doing tonight? Hey, working uh, kind of late, aren't you? How you doing? Yeah, having a pretty tough night. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Good night. Night. Yeah, you gonna watch it? Gonna watch the game tonight? Yeah, I'm across the street. Free pizza and beer night over there. I've had a pretty tough day. I thought I'd just uh, watch the game with the fellows over at the bar. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm just gonna listen to it on this old radio here. The antenna's kind of shaking. And well, they got a big screen color TV over there. It's the uh, best picture I've oh, ever seen. Yeah, big is. screen color. Great picture. <laughs> I heard it is. Boy, I'd sure like to be there. Well, you know, I got all my work done. And... Oh, really? You're, you're all done? Yeah, you suppose maybe I could... Well, I'll tell you what, uh... Maybe I, well, I got my BMW in the garage. I got a Blaputnik radio in there. I can pick up the... You can drive me? Anything. No, no. Uh, so I'll give you my car keys. Why don't you clean out my car? I got a wicked clean stain it. in the back seat. Yeah, I've got some stuff in the trunk and clean it up with. Uh, Simonize it. I'll be back in about two hours, and I'll, maybe I'll bring you a piece of pizza. Okay, Dad? Well, Dad, listen, thanks two, a lot. I hear my keys, and uh, be careful not to scratch the car. And I'll be back in about two hours. Two hours? Okay? Yeah, I got to watch, watch the You're not going to bring... Why, you ungrateful... You, Esther said you were a worthless... Second son of a... Hell, you, you can't be my son. Nobody's that ungrateful. You breath. I'll take your stained BMW and run that mother right into the damn river. You, you worth Nothing son gets of someone's a attention like a good string of profanities. Pig faced. This message brought to you by the National Cursing Foundation. And remember our motto go f yourself. Okay, tell Phil we're sticking with our pick for the first race. Tell him to relax. Can you believe he didn't even know what time the races were starting today? Okay, that's enough. That's enough already, will you? Jeez, I was just killing some time while I finished opening the last envelope. Some good checks there today. A few hundreds. There's one for 300. Wow. News Talk Radio 610 WIOD presents Randy Martin. To get in touch and talk, dial 751-WIOD from Dave. Oh! If you're in Broward, it's 524-WIOD. From the Palm Beaches, call us at 655-WIOD. Oh! And if you're a Bell South Mobility cellular phone customer, you can dial star IOD. It's a free call. Now, here's your host of the show, Randy Martin, 
Well, Hank is having Randy on tonight. How do you like that? Because he's a good sport. Randy Romero, not Randy Martin. Time now for the wide awake adventures of America's most caffeinated family, the Jitters. Good morning, Joe. How'd you sleep, honey? Great. I was up all night. Coffee ready? Just about. Well, I'll be in the bathroom. Good morning, Squirt. Hi, Mom. Did you make my lunch? Kitty pie and coffee cake. Again? Oh, hush. Mm. Don't forget your thermos. Swiss smoking today. Oh, bye. <laughs> Hurry up, Dad. There you go, son. Now, Joe, you get your ugly mug to work or you're going to be late. God, Cora, I hate my job. It's such a grind. Why don't you quit? I don't know. I guess it's the perk. Honey, kiss me quick. I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Be with us next time when the Jitters remodel their home. I think you're right, honey. We do need a fifth bathroom. On the next episode of The Jitters. Sir, could you put that cigar out? It's making me nauseous. Ooh, talk about nauseous. Anyway, I also just happened to have a, a pair of uh, tickets to the... Murray's here from Arnold's Royal Castle with jillions of uh, boxes of stuff. Neely Burgers and White Hots and BLTs. Cheryl, BLTs. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Yes, Mr. Rogers. Just grab one and pull it. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm a retired detective from New York, and I'm just appalled at the way you uh, talk about police agencies and no respect for law enforcement. Yeah, what, uh, what uh, part of the city do you work in, sir? Well, when I worked in, I wor in New York, it was in Manhattan. Yeah, likely story. So what does that mean? The closest you ever been to Manhattan, maybe you had one in a glass Man with, a, with an drink. olive. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. You just stereotype and put them all in one lump. Lump this, pal. Lump this, right. You're, what a jerk, right? Yeah. Okay, well, I guess you're a stereotype. Every, everybody uh, uh, that runs a radio station is a homosexual. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Oh, there he goes. I guess uh, his boyfriend was getting nervous.